Welcome, America. Fasten your seatbelts. This is The Jay Sheldon Show. Are we hitting Iran? Are we not hitting Iran? Does Joe Biden mean what he says or not mean what he says? Is he going to do anything different than he did with Texas? Probably not. A day in liberal America and a Trump derangement syndrome dweeb gets five years in prison. Ha ha, welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Happy Tuesday. It is Tuesday morning across the U.S. of A. Great to have you along for the ride. Thank you so much. Welcome into all our new followers. And we want to remind you just quickly to do that. Sign up for a free Rumble account. Then you can join in our live chat. You can follow the show. You can give us a thumbs up. Click that button. And off you go. It's all free. Costs you nothing. We don't spam your inbox. You don't have to worry about that. And I've got my Mr. Miyagi bonsai shirt on tonight. I, I don't know why. I just felt like doing the Mr. Miyagi thing tonight. <clears throat> so there you go. All that and more. It's all coming up. This is going to be a big one. We've got a ton of stuff. Really, there's other things going on. It's like drinking from a fire hose. It's hard to figure out what to put in, what not to put in the show. I'd love to do three hours and cover it all, but just not possible. Anyway, we want to uh, just take a quick break here and uh, indulge your patience here as we let you know about one of our great sponsors, our prime sponsor, and that is, of course, Blackout Coffee. Folks, Blackout Coffee is awake. It's not woke. Probably one of the most awake companies I think I have... Uh, I've ever dealt with. It is time for you to be awake and not woke. You start your day with a great hot steaming cup of America First Blackout Coffee. I love my Blackout Coffee. Highly recommend it. Since I found this, I will drink no other. And believe me, if they were a sponsor of this show or not, I would still be drinking Blackout Coffee because it's just that good. They love this country. They stand for American values, conservative values, family, tradition, honesty, integrity. That's what they're all about. But primarily, they are about making the most incredible cup of coffee you've ever had. One of the ways they do that is by working with local co-ops, American farmers, to source the best beans. And then they don't roast your beans until you place an order. Once you order, within 48 hours, they roast your beans another maybe two three days to ship them out to you and you've got a fresh bag of coffee beans and the difference is night and day always robust full flavored never bitter blackout coffee i probably drink four or five cups a day of this stuff i have it here on the show on the set i have it in the morning with my breakfast if i have breakfast <laughs> mm. skip the lines at the store order online. Plus, you know that crap you buy at the store? You don't know how long it's been there. You don't know when it was roasted. With Blackout Coffee, you do and you taste the difference. Do me a favor, check out Blackout Coffee. You don't need to place some big gigantic order. You can if you like. Knock yourself out. Love it. But just simply go there, order a single bag of beans. Try it. You will be convinced. Convince yourself. Try it. You will replace that coffee you've been drinking just like that. And don't forget when you check out, use our promo code J20, J-A-Y-20 will get you 20% off your first order. J-A-Y-20 at checkout for 20% off your first order from the good folks at Blackout Coffee who helped to sponsor us here on the Jay Sheldon Show. Yeah. All right. Who's running this shindig? It certainly ain't Joe rotting bag of flesh Biden. You know, I thought about this. Look, I don't want to be cruel, but the facts are the facts. If you had a grandfather who was like Joe Biden, can't finish a sentence, can't even put a coherent sentence together, can't find his way off the stage, fumbles, bumbles, trips, you'd be starting to lean towards thinking about probably putting old grandpa in a home somewhere. 
if you couldn't take care of them yourself. Come on, seriously. And that is exactly who is running, allegedly, running this country. Someone who is in that condition. You happy about that? Does that make you feel safe and secure? It shouldn't. It should scare the crap out of you. Now, this, I don't even want to, I was going to say paper tiger, but he's not. Because even a paper tiger can be a little scary until you realize it's just made of paper. This man is not only scary and not scary, he is a complete embarrassment. What happened to Texas's deadline? What's going on there? And now, last night, they said Biden may take action. Iran. Officials even list possible options. What happened so far? Nothing. Nothing. It's the next day. You think Iran, Russia, China, all of our enemies, you think they don't see this? You're thinking wrong, folks. They see every bit of it. They have absolutely no fear of this idiot at all. There is no incentive for them to stop. Can you imagine them pulling this shit if Donald J. Trump was still the president? <laughs> Never happened. Sometimes you gotta wonder exactly who is running this clown administration. <clears throat> there were reports that Monday night, last night, Biden may take some action. He hasn't. This, of course, in response to the attack on American military forces that killed three of our American heroes. Amreb, good morning. Glad I caught you live and glad to have you along for the ride. All right, Amreb. Hey, sorry I haven't been in touch. I will be, I promise. I just got a lot going on right now, but we'll be talking. All right, anyway, typical Biden fashion. Never fails. The Biden team telegraphing to the Iranians that something may be coming in advance. If you're planning something, you don't talk about it, you freaking moron. Oh, we, we're planning something. Here's our options. Like I said, you think they're not watching? They think he's a fool. They do not fear him in any way, shape, or form. But they will listen because he's so freaking stupid as to just tell them what he's going to do. <coughs> Dementia, folks. This idiot's in charge. And he's got a team of morons behind him. Among the options for the Pentagon, striking Iran personnel in Syria or Iraq, Iranian naval assets in the Persian Gulf, according to these officials. The Iranian government, for its part, suggested a strike on Iran itself would be a red line. I think we've already crossed that line. The officials suggested that once the president gave the go-ahead, retaliation would begin within a couple of days. Karen Hillam, good morning to you. All right. Karen's joined us in the chat. Good to have you along. Thanks, Karen. Uh, why are you even saying this much that you might get hit? Unless you're trying to mislead the Iranians, and trust me, this moron and his team are not smart enough to figure that one out. You don't say anything until after you do it, you idiot. Give them any chance to adjust based on what you say. Duh. <coughs> and what's with this considering thing? They're considering their options. How many days has it been since we lost three of our American heroes and injured 
tons more. You, it, it's been days. You know, sure as hell, Donald Trump, Ronald Reagan, they would have acted already. There would already have been retaliative strikes if that's what they were going to do. And they wouldn't have talked about it beforehand. Idiots. Biden's only responded to about 10% of all the prior attacks. 10% without really hitting much of anything. Matt Waltz from Florida reports. Spoken to people in the field. Now, Biden, much more difficult position he's backed us into. <clears throat> How much is enough without setting off some kind of wider war? And that's assuming Biden doesn't want to start a wider war. From all indications, it sure the hell seems like he does. And his little team of military-industrial complex goofballs. We'll see. But with Biden at the helm, you better cross your fingers and pray, folks. Pray he doesn't mess this up. In a sense, he already has. There's no stopping it. It just keeps going. Biden administration, four months apart. You ready for this? Take a listen. Listen closely to these two people from the Biden admin. The war in Yemen is in its 19-month truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. I would argue that we have not seen a situation as, as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973. What? And look at the dates. I don't know if you can see them, if they show up on, on the screen. The first guy was talking in September, three, four years ago? Oh, no, no. Last year. This one is from January this year. September, October, November, December. Four months apart. Four months difference. Amreb says, I've considered Joe, and he's a rotten potato head. <laughs> you could not be more correct. I usually refer to him as the rotting bag of flesh, oatmeal brains, but rotten potato heads, pretty damn close to the truth. <laughs> Just This is what stolen elections get you, folks. You happy with that? Are you liberals out there? You happy with that? I put this in our show notes. It's from Dom Lucre over on X. Dom is uh, quite a character. He posts some rather strange conspiracies. I don't want to say conspiracy theories because... I don't know. Some seem a bit out there. Some seem entirely b believable. In most cases, when he posts, he puts the receipts out there. Get this. We're talking about conspiracies. Did you know the craziest coincidence in Hollywood history involves the Dark Knight. In the Dark Knight, four years before it happened, Sandy Hook Elementary School was the school the Joker targeted in the film The Dark Knight. Four years before the tragedy of Sandy Hook happened.
one hour, 58 minutes, and 458 seconds into the film. If you have a copy, you check it out. Another strange fact to finish it all is the Aurora Shooter had something to do with the Batman movie. And both the Aurora Shooter and Adam Lanza, who was the Connecticut Shooter, their fathers were both involved in the Lieber scandal. Now, Dom writes, I am by no means denying the tragic Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting that happened, but this is a coincidence that's hard to ignore. There is the actual grab from the film, the frame grab. Check it out. I put the link to this in our show notes. You can check it out. It's on X, and it's very weird. This was in the film, specifically that school targeted by the Joker four years before the tragedy of Sandy Hook School shooting happened. It's just one of those things that makes you go, hmm, yeah. Oh, one of the other things that makes you go not only, hmm, but are you freaking joking, would be Starbucks. You know, as I said, as I says, one of our great sponsors here, our primary sponsor is Blackout Coffee, and we encourage you to go over there, buy some coffee because it's just that good. I mean, it's great they sponsored the show. We appreciate that. But really, I wouldn't send you over there to get coffee if it wasn't amazing, and it is. And one of the things in the ad when I read it usually is to get rid of that liberal brown water crap coffee you've been drinking. And frankly, yes, I'm talking about Starbucks. As if you needed any more reason to hate this ridiculous liberal commie company. They managed to give you another one. They have fired the heroic barista who subdued and protected a co-worker from robbers after he himself got pistol whipped in the head. Seriously, folks, Starbucks is just trash. Overpriced crap coffee and the way they treat their employees? Are you freaking kidding me? Michael Harrison, he's 20 years old, working through paramedic school, fired after he fought off two criminals who tried robbing the store. This was a downtown Starbucks in St. Louis. The men ran into the store, guns drawn, told everybody to get on the floor. <coughs> Harrison was told to open the cash register, which he couldn't because he didn't have the credentials. Only managers with certain credentials and pass keys and codes can open the register. As they went through Harrison's pockets, they pistol whipped him in the head. Co-worker believed the gun was fake, so he started fighting off the robbers, and Harrison jumped in to help him. He was able to subdue Joshua No, who was later arrested. Praised by local media, Starbucks, not so much. Placed on leave for two weeks. After the two weeks were up, Starbucks and the co-worker fired for violating company policy. Now, the lame-ass ridiculous excuse from Starbucks is that their guidelines and protocols say that they should comply and de-escalate when you're in a situation like that. They're demanding he open the register. 
He doesn't have the credentials to open the register. They start fighting with him. They pistol whip him. What's he supposed to do? Just sit there and not defend himself, Starbucks, you freaking morons? This job was helping him pay for college. He says, I just don't understand it. I thought I was doing the right thing. This man should have gotten a raise, not fired. Absolutely insane, Starbucks. <coughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. Stop, please, please, folks. If, <clears throat> if for no other reason, this is a good one. No more Starbucks. It's overpriced Brownwater Liberal Tears crap coffee anyway. But if you need a reason besides that, that's it. That man in the middle, look at that. Those are his injuries. And those two thugs on either side in this picture are the culprits who did that to him. Insane. And they fired him. We live in a clown world, my friends. We live in a clown world. I told you, by the way, I will never, ever, ever give up on the Maui story. And there's more news and an update. People don't want you talking about Maui. They think, oh, it's out of the news cycle. Forget about it. This little land grab they're pulling off here. People will stop thinking. And you do. You People have stopped thinking about it. Not this boy. Not this guy. Over a thousand small businesses have shut down thanks to the Biden small business admins constantly delaying their disaster relief loans. Still, to this day, you know how many people were approved? 12%. 12%. Percent of the people who applied for disaster relief loans were approved. And out of that money, guess how many have been, out of that 12%, guess how many have been paid? Nobody. They've been waiting six months to get paid. And for most of them, it's too late. They're out of business. They're done. Folks, this is intentional. There's just no two ways about it. This is absolutely intentional. People are losing their businesses. They are losing their jobs. They are losing or lost their homes. And the federal government is doing nothing. In fact, they're not only doing nothing, they're standing in the way of other people who are trying to do things in Maui. And, you know, here's their excuses from the Small Business Administration. These are actually excuses. Our systems are down due to a software update. A supervisor is reviewing your application, and maybe you'll hear back in a few months. Another one, you need to spend thousands of dollars on insurance first. Folks, they are trying to force the good people of Maui off their land, and in many cases, they've succeeded, sadly. It's a land grab. That's pure and simple, all it is, and we are allowing that to happen here in the United States of America. It is a land grab. These recent pictures... This, of course, during the actual fire. There you go. Disaster assistance. Completely useless. Nobody's been paid. 12% have been approved. 
the good folks of Maui are getting screwed. And you can thank the Biden administration for exactly that. Hey, we got a wall. <coughs> we got a brand new wall. It is impressive. It extends like 30, 40 feet down below the ground. Very few, if anybody, look at this thing. Very few people, if anyone, is getting by this wall. Our southern border is finally, what? Huh? Oh, oh, oh. that's not the southern U.S. border? Really? It's Egypt's border to Gaza. Take a look. You still think walls don't work? Yes, that's all razor wire. There is a vehicle here, so taking a look, I would guess this is probably, I don't know, 30 meters tall. It extends below the ground so they can't tunnel under it. Egypt's border wall with Gaza. On the other side of this wall, it's even higher and more fortified. And after you get over the wall, if you make it, guess what? There's a minefield. This is how you protect your borders. This is how you define a country. This is border walls that mean business. And this is what we need. Other news. One of my favorite groups over on X, they're called Gays Against Groomers. Now, the idea behind this group is that all of these groomers, transgender, pedophile freaks, have little or nothing, nothing really to do with the LGB community. Many people fought long and hard. Some gave their lives for equal rights to heterosexual, straight people, fought the battles for many, many, many years to just have the same rights. Has nothing to do with these disgusting groomer pedophile freaks. We were told, this is a post from them on X, that gender-affirming care is life-saving. You've heard that before. You've seen the headlines. And that parents must transition their child or else they will, for lack of a better word, unalive themselves, if you know what I mean. Well, the data is in. Always rely on the data. And as we have been saying on this show, the group Gays Against Groomers, same thing, ad nauseum, that is a lie. Suicide rates, there I said it, <clears throat> among youth have only increased after gender-affirming care. Take a look. Number of deaths by suicide per 100,000 individuals in each age group. Gender-affirming care started right about where that red circle is. You see that right there? These are the age groups starts about age eight, pretty much a flat line, up to uh, 14, 15. This is in the United States. 
This is when gender-affirming care started. Why no drop? Look at that. Look at the numbers climbing. 15 to 19 years old, 20 to 24 years old. This is from 2000 to 2009. Uh, sorry, 2019. So basically 20 years of data. Ever since we started this bullshit of gender-affirming care. Folks, it's killing people. It's killing our kids. And you know our number one rule on this show, leave our freaking kids alone. Don't care what you do to yourself. Once you become an adult, knock yourself out. You want to put paint your skin green and put webs in between your toes and call yourself a frog. I couldn't give a fat rat's ass less. But do not touch our kids physically or mentally. You have crossed the line. A day in the life of the average American family. Oh yeah, no big deal. Where was this? It doesn't say. Does it say? Hang on, I'm just digging through here to... Yeah, I guess not. I, I have no idea. Looks like basically any town USA. So a family... You can see here, this is a video. I'll play in a second. This family is out having a gathering, a picnic, just enjoying a nice sunny summer day. Listen closely to the sound and what happens as they're enjoying their family day. Why are you standing there? Why are you standing there? Look at this little kid right here. And they're all just standing trying to see where the gunshots are coming from. Folks, if you're in this situation, you don't stop and try and figure out where the shots are coming from. You get cover. You, if wherever it might be, now I assume this is their house, you get in the damn house, grab your kids most importantly, and then get yourself and your children in the house, shut and lock the door, and stay away from the windows and walls. Look at how long it took them. There's a one second, I'm gonna play it again. And she stands there with the kid on her hip. They're more of a target. They're still not in the house. Fifteen over seconds. This one idiot woman picks up the kid, puts the kid on her hip as she's watching down the road where the gunshots are coming from. You freaking moron. I know in situations like this, if you're not prepared for it, if you're not trained, you kind of freak out, but don't. Put your head in a place where the first thing you do is you protect your kids and you protect yourself. 13 to 15 seconds, and those people were still outside, and you heard in the last half of that video, those shots were getting a lot closer. Get in the house, get to cover. Just seriously, if, if I hadn't seen it for myself, I wouldn't have believed it. Insane, insane. All right, couple more for you. The uh, former IRS contractor, the dweeb who is hugely affected with Trump derangement syndrome. He is the idiot who leaked Trump's tax records 
And by the way, the record simply showed that, mm, let's see, Trump paid his taxes. He's just been sentenced to five years in prison. Let me feel bad for him for a second. Nope, sorry, can't. So rare to see the justice system get the right guy when it comes to politics. This story is an amazing story and quite a surprise. 38 years old, Charles Littlejohn, given a five-year prison sentence for illegally leaking Donald Trump's tax records. There's the fool now. Thought he was saving democracy by leaking Trump's tax returns, which, of course, in the end, simply showed that Trump pays his taxes. Sorry, enjoy your time in the prison for five years. Don't drop the soap. The only advice I can give you, try soap on a rope so you don't drop the soap. Other than that, have a nice day. <clears throat> I love it when justice, and it doesn't happen very often these days, but I love it when we get some real justice. Have you heard what Elon is up to? They have just completed the first successful, well, as of now, successful, Neuralink. It is basically a device that is implanted in your brain. It, 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 this is actually is incredibly next level. This is insane next level. The Neuralink product is called telepathy. And weird doesn't begin to describe this. Take a look. The joy of connecting with your loved ones, browsing the web, or even playing games using only your thoughts. This is made possible by placing a small, cosmetically invisible implant in a part of your brain that plans movements. The device is designed to interpret your neural activity so you can operate a computer or a smartphone by simply thinking about moving. No wires or physical movement are required. By participating in the PRIME study, you'd be helping to redefine the boundaries of human capability. If you've been living with quadriplegia from a spinal cord injury or with ALS, you may qualify for the PRIME study. Wow. Elon posted in response to this, it enables control of your phone or computer and through them almost any device just by thinking. Yeah. Initial users will be those who have lost the use of their limbs. Imagine, for example, if Stephen Hawkins, uh, Stephen Hawking, could communicate faster than a speed typist or an auctioneer simply by thinking. Ultimately, that is the goal, says Elon. I, I'm so torn. I mean, I can't really say because I'm not paraplegic. I have not yet lost the use of my arms or legs. So if I were in that situation, I would guess I'd probably think differently. Fortunately, I'm about 80% whole. I'm an old fart falling apart at the seams, but most everything still works the way it's supposed to. If things were different, I might consider it is tech on the cutting, cutting edge. Absolutely amazing. And they have just so far successfully within the last, I don't know, few days, if not less, implanted one of these into a uh, 
test subject's brain. That's that's beyond free. I mean, it's amazing, but to me, it's beyond freaky. The world we live in. Wow. While we spend a whole lot of time on this show talking about how there are a whole lot of very powerful people doing everything in their power to destroy this amazing, beautiful, functioning, well-run planet we live on, forget all the conspiracy bullshit, you know, climate change, you know, everything's going to die in five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever. Shut up. Sit down. Go in the corner and piss off. We spend so much time of every one of these shows talking about these people who are doing everything they can to destroy what we have. Then you've got somebody, and I, look, no bones about it, I'm a big Elon Musk fan. I love what he's done with X. I love what he's done with space. And he is pushing us forward science-wise, leaps and bounds. There are some really amazing people in this world. Let's hope they win. Not people like the Klaus Schwabs and the George Soroses. We need a lot less of them. In fact, we need none of them. And we need a lot more Elon Musks. All right, it's book time. <laughs> I know. Odd, but for some reason, a long time ago, 534 shows ago, we started doing this program. It wasn't even called this at that time. It started during the pandemic, and we were all locked down. I had nothing better to do, so we started this show on a completely different subject. But anyway, we are what we are, and we hope you like it, and thank you so much to all those of you who follow the show and watch in. We really appreciate it. If you want to show your appreciation, just hit that follow button. Give us a thumbs up. Join Rumble. It's free. Sign up for a free account. You can hit the live chat like Amreb and Karen did today. All the other folks follow the show. Of course, you can also check out our great sponsors. Get some great products like Blackout Coffee, NordVPN. Don't be online without a VPN, folks. Links are in our show notes to get you those special deals. All right, so anyway, when we started, we started reading books. Children's classic literature, The Wizard of Oz, White Fang, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, Jungle Book, all the greats, Winnie the Pooh. We read a little part of a chapter at a time, all the way through to the end, then we start a new book. This and what may well be our final book is Treasure Island from Robert Louis Stevenson, First published in 1882, believe it or not. Long time ago. And we are going to continue. We are up to, believe it or not, chapter 30. It's called On Parole. <clears throat> Just give me a quick second for some blackout coffee. I was wakened indeed. We were all awakened. For I could see even the sentinel shake himself together from where we'd fallen against the doorpost by a clear, hearty voice hailing us from the margin of the wood. Blockhouse ahoy, it cried. Here's the doctor. And the doctor it was. Although I was glad to hear the sound, yet my gladness was not without admixture. I remembered my confusion, my insubordinate and stealthy conduct, and when I saw where it had brought me, among what companions and surroundings, by what dangers, I felt ashamed to look him in the face. He must have risen in the dark, for the day had hardly come, and when I ran to a loophole and looked out, I saw him standing, like silver once before, up to the mid-leg in creeping vapor. "'You, doctor, top of the morning to you, sir,' cried Silver, broad awake, beaming with good nature in a moment. "'Bright and early to be sure, and it's an early bird, as the saying goes, that gets the rations.' "'George, 
Shake up your timbers, son. Help Dr. Lively over the ship's side. All a-doing well, your patient was all well and merry. And so he pattered on, standing on the hilltop with his crutch under his elbow and one hand upon the side of the log house, quite the old John in voice, manner, and expression. We've quite a surprise for you too, sir, he continued. We've a little stranger here. <laughs> a new boarder and lodger, sir, looking fit and taut as a fiddle. Slept like a supercargo, he did, right alongside John. Stem to stem he was. All night. Dr. Livesey was, by this time, across the stockade and pretty near the cook. I could hear the alteration in his voice as he said, Not Jim. The very same Jim as ever was, says Silver. The doctor slipped outright, although he didn't speak, and it was some seconds before he seemed able to move on. Well, well, he said at last, duty first and pleasure afterwards, as you might have said yourself, Silver. Let us overhaul these patients of yours. A moment afterward, he'd entered the blockhouse and with one grim nod to me, proceeded with his work among the sick. He seemed under no apprehension, though he must have known that his life among these treacherous demons depended on a hair. He rattled on to his patients as if he were paying an ordinary professional visit on a quiet English family. His manner, I suppose, reacted on the men, for they behaved to him as if nothing had occurred, as if he were still the ship's doctor, and they still faithful hands before the mast. "'You're doing well, my friend,' he said to the fellow with the bandaged head. And if ever any person has had a close shave, it was you. Your head must be as hard as iron. Well, George, how goes it? Your pretty color, certainly. Why, your liver, man, is upside down. Did you take that medicine? Did you take the medicine, men? Aye, aye, sir, he took it sure enough, returned Morgan. Because, you see, I am mutineer's doctor, Prison doctor, as I prefer to call it, says Dr. Livesey in his pleasantest way. I make it a point of honor not to lose a man for King George, God bless him, and the gallows. The rogues looked at each other, but swallowed the home thrust in silence. Dick, don't feel well, sir, said one. Don't he, replied the doctor. Well, step up here, Dick. Let me see your tongue. No, I shouldn't be surprised if he did. The man's tongue is fit to frighten the French. French. Another fever. Ah, there, said Morgan. That come to spilling Bibles. That come, as you call it, of being errant asses, retorted the doctor, and not having enough sense to know honest air from poison the dry land from a vile, pestiferous sloth. I think it most profitable, though, of course, it's only an opinion, that you'll all have the deuce to pay before you get that malaria out of your systems. Camp in a bog, would you? Silver, I'm surprised at you. You're less of a fool than many take you all round, but... You don't appear to me to have the rudiments of a notion of the rules of health. Well, he added, after he had dosed them round, and they'd taken his prescriptions with really laughable humility, more like charity school children than blood-guilty mutineers and pirates. Well, that's done for today. And now, I should wish to have a talk with that boy, please and he nodded his head in my direction carelessly. George Mary was at the door, spluttering over some bad-tasted medicine, but at the first word of the doctor's proposal, he swung round with a deep flush and cried, No! and swore. Silver struck the barrel with his open hand. Silence! 
he roared, looked around him positively like a lion. Doctor, he went on in his usual tones, I was thinking of that. Knowing as how you had a fancy for the boy, we're, we're all humbly grateful for your kindness, and, as you can see, puts faith in you, takes the drugs down like that much grog. I take it I've found a way as suit all. Hawkins, will you give me your word of honor as a young gentleman, for a young gentleman you are, although poor born. Your word of honor, you'll not slip your cable. I readily gave the pledge required. Then, doctor, said Silver, you just step outside of that stockade. Once you're there, I'll bring the boy down on the inside. I reckon you can yarn through the spars. Good day to you, sir, and all our duties to the squire, Captain Smollett. The explosion of disapproval which nothing but Silver's black looks had restrained broke out immediately after the doctor left the house. Silver was roundly accused of playing double, of trying to make a separate peace for himself, sacrificing the interests of his accomplices and victims, and in one word, of the identical, exact thing that he was doing. It seemed to me so obvious in this case that I could not imagine how he was to turn their anger. But he was twice the man the rest were, and his last night's victory had given him a huge preponderance on their minds. He called them all the fools and dolts you can imagine, said it was necessary I should talk to the doctor, fluttering the chart in their faces, asking them if they could afford to break the treaty the very day they were bound a treasure hunting. No, by thunder, he cried, it's us must break the treaty when the time comes. And then I'll gammon that doctor if I have to aisle his boots with brandy. And then he bade them get the fire lit, stalked out upon his crutch with his hand on my shoulder, leaving them in disarray, silenced by his volubility rather than convinced. Slow, lads, slow, he said. They might round upon us in a twinkle of an eye if we were seen to hurry. So very deliberately, then, did we advance across the sand to where the doctor awaited us on the other side of the stockade. And as soon as we were within easy speaking distance, Silver stopped. And that's where we'll stop for today. We'll continue with this chapter coming up tomorrow on the show. All right. Thank you so much, folks and friends, for happening by and checking us out. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a follow. We really appreciate that. It's free for you to do and helps out the show a lot. Of course, check out our sponsor down there in our show notes. Buy something, would you? Help to support the show. Enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you all again tomorrow. You just heard the Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble. Thanks for watching. Snort. <laughs>